Welcome to Gen Z Hoops. I'm your host, John Hutter Phyllis, joined by our Central Division expert, Zach Carson, here to break down the 4-0 series sweep of the Miami Heat by the hands of the Milwaukee Bucks. Zach, talk to us about going into this series, what you were expecting after what happened last year, and obviously what we're going to talk about, what the Bucks did to respond to that. Yeah, I uh, I don't actually remember what my prediction was, but I have to think I was pretty close because I wasn't really worried. I think I may have said Bucks in five or Bucks in four, but it didn't go how I expected where every game was a blowout, but... Well, besides game one, but after game one, I knew the series was over. But the, uh, yeah, the, I think my prediction was that um, the Heat take game one and the Bucks do a gentleman's sweep, but didn't even take that. As uh, as uh, as Giannis said, we don't play with our food. You guys didn't play with your food at all. And that actually was your prediction about the Heat taking game one and the Bucks with a gentleman's sweep. But you were you were at game one, crazy shot with, with Chris Middleton's game one. I mean, I mean, that game was up to Nick and Nip and Tuck, and the rest of them were blowouts. But that game being close, I mean, tell us a little bit about that game. And maybe what was the difference maker for the Bucks to pull that one out when last year they were losing those close games? Well, obviously, the holiday for Bledsoe upgrade is just it's it goes beyond the stats because not only does Drew Holiday average more points, rebounds, assists, higher shooting percentage, more steals even though Bledsoe is a good defender. Drew, he's just so much smarter. He's more clutch. And I think two to three times a game, Bledsoe would do a play. He would make a play that was just like, what are you doing? And like a like a, a heat check three after missing the last two shots with 22 left on the clock. Just like, just stuff that ultimately would cost us games. But besides the box score, Holiday is just, he's a leader. PJ Tucker is a leader. And it's just a whole new... It's a whole new dynamic, but I will say this game one that the Bucks played is going to be the hardest, the hardest home game they'll have because they had 2,500 fans there. And right before game three or right after game three, which was in Miami, uh, the Bucks announced that they were going to be increasing to uh, like 90-ish percent capacity. They're at 16,500 fans now when they're, they have 17,500 seats. So they're just a thousand below. So it'll be pretty much a full crowd. And having 2,500 people there, as you said, I was there in person. It felt like a full arena. And now we're going to have 10 times the amount of people there. Like it's, I, I don't see Brooklyn taking a game in Milwaukee. Deer District's going to be bumping. I can already feel it. So really, really excited for that. And obviously the next series is going to be great. But I mean, thinking about just how the series ended off, I mean, you obviously mentioned how this team just has a whole different dynamic. What, what did you really see being the difference in terms of them not letting up and then not playing with their food uh, to really close the series out after the, the big game one win and just everything that followed? I think that, yeah, Holiday's great. Giannis didn't shoot great, but still had a great series. Middleton, great series. Bryn Forbes was electric. I think the biggest improvement that this team has gone through from the series last year in the bubble to this series was Mike Budenholzer. He outcoached Eric Spolstra, which I'd say is the first time he's outcoached a top five coach in the league ever in his tenure with the Bucks. He was making adjustments. He knew how to... Uh, and this, this is also in part with Drew Holiday, but he knew how to avoid the wall. He managed his minutes better. He didn't play Pat Connaughton 57 minutes a game, even though Pat's a good player. He is a 20-minute guy. He just managed the game better, made defensive adjustments, made offensive adjustments, and managed his rotations better. And so I think that was a big difference. The first time Eric Spolstra ever got swept. So obviously a really impressive job by just the, obviously the Bucks, but also Coach Budenhoser in, 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 in obviously making that possible and, and making the adjustments necessary to beat an all-time great coach in, in Eric Spolstra. So Zach, I mean, we've spoken so much about the Bucks and what they did right, but we really haven't spoken about the Heat enough in terms of obviously they, they, were, they, they, they were a much different team this year than the team that made it to the finals last year. Um, what was the biggest difference with them as to why they, they couldn't replicate last year's historic run? Tyler Hero had one good game in the bubble and 
with scoring 37 points and then scored 37 points the entire series. Bam Adebayo forgot how to play basketball and Jimmy Butler turned into Stanley Johnson with an alarm clock. Um, so you, obviously everyone's thinking about this this upcoming series against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll obviously be in attendance here in New York uh, when that does happen. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you really see transpiring there? Because obviously the Nets, every, they're historically great offense. Everyone's talking about it, but the Bucks have the requisite pieces to maybe put that team effort in to, to put a stop to that. So the Nets have allowed the Celtics to score 126 points, 125 points in back-to-back games. And they don't have Jalen Brown. They didn't have Kemba Walker, no Robert Williams. The Bucks have the best offense in NBA history. They're averaging 120 plus points per game. And if the Celtics are scoring 126 with Jason Tatum leading the whole thing, I'm not worried about the Bucks' offense. It's just gonna, it's just gonna be a, a shootout. It's gonna be all offense. The Bucks have a top five defense when Brooklyn's defense is like 29th in the league. I think that this is gonna be a much closer series than people think. And I unbiasedly think that Milwaukee comes out on top. My official prediction for this Bucks. First Nets series, Bucks in six.